0: everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. It's Season 3, Episode 29, and if you counted all three seasons, that's 129. I'm Craig. My name is Britt. Britt, it is Super Bowl weekend.
1: It is. We are ready for the Super Bowl. I'm especially ready for the Super Bowl with my Chiefs playing in it. Um, I'm actually kind of just wishing we could just get to the damn game already.
0: Yeah, so are you, are you just like oh, anxious,
1: nervous, excited, mixed? All of the above. All right, All, All of the right. above. I honestly don't know how to feel. To be completely honest, I have That's no fair. clue how to feel about this. I am preparing myself not for a disappointment, but to manage however this game goes because we are going to discuss and make our Super Bowl picks during this particular podcast. And, and But I, I just have a feeling to, to – to, Tip my hand a little bit. I have a feeling this game is going to be really close, really, really close, and I'm I'm scared as hell by that. So yeah, I think but it's let's start where we uh, always start.
0: Closer than everyone thinks, but
1: yes, yeah. Well, well, Vegas says it's a point and a half. That's so close. <laughs> I think a lot of people think this is going to be a, a close game, and and I I have figured out who is going to win based on one simple sentence, which I will share as we go on. But okay. first, we start where we always start. It is still dry January. So I have some lovely vitamin water. Craig, are you still celebrating dry January or do you have um, something tasty? Well, I'm celebrating
0: almost dry January. So I didn't make it the yeah, whole we, month Yeah, we talked like last you, week about right. a couple of days. Yeah. But uh, tonight I am not drinking. I found this new Coke flavor. And here's the thing. I really don't drink soda that much. Mm. I mean, unless there's rum in it, but that's different.
1: Um, yeah, it's but, very rare for me to like, even when we go out to eat, you very rarely ever order a soda. You, I've seen you order iced tea, seltzer, or just like water, or seltzer, water, right. and soda. Yeah. Uh, but I found
0: in the stop and shop by me this limited edition Coca Cola with cinnamon. It's amazing. I saw that. If you oh, like but it cinnamon. But doesn't come in diet. Uh, not that I saw. But if you like cinnamon, you definitely need to try this because it's amazing. Oh, I amazing. love cinnamon. It's an I amazing love drink.
1: And for those who don't know me, I actually have a compromised um, digestive system. I literally can't have sugar. Right. So I will be – I I have been known to have pancakes with less than an ounce of syrup on them and be in the fetal position in <laughs> terrible pain an hour later. That's not a So I, I can't even story. risk – it's no – it's <laughs> – it's, it, we could – we honestly – I could tell you stories galore, but that's not what this podcast is about. But so I can't – I can't risk – Cinnamon Coke. I would love it. if they make a diet version. We gotta find it. All right. If there's diet Cinnamon Coke, oh, I don't know. There might be. It, it. You know, it's very rare for them to make a flavor in one and not the other. True. So uh, you know, I'll. I'll I, I saw that in the store in passing the other day, and I didn't see a diet variety. On oh, it's really good. It's worth the
0: it's try. Definitely good, because normally, I mean, these are these are little uh, like seven ounce, seven and a half ounce cans. The little uh, cans. Yeah, I can finish it no problem. Normally, if I just have a soda, even this size, like I barely finish it because it's too sweet for me.
1: That's fair. That's fair. OK, well, good. Well, at least you're trying something tasty and I'm glad you enjoy it. So as we said, we are into Super Bowl week. Uh, there's still news happening all over the NFL. Um, so let's kick it off. Let's do some burning hot takes. Craig, sure. would you like to give or receive? Uh, I will. You know what? I will rec- receive. Why not? Okay. Um, All right. So let's I got two big things I want to talk about. The first one, this is non Super Bowl stuff because we're talking about our huge Super Bowl preview as soon as this is over. But there's there's a couple of stories out there that are that are kind of interesting to me. The first one is the discussion about the NFL Players Association and NFL committees discussion about the labor agreement. Right. As we all know, the labor agreement will expire at the conclusion of this league year, and there have been discussions about extending/slash um, revisiting it. Two, a couple piece, pieces of information came out. One was something from um, the head of the NFLPA who said that players should start preparing now to miss two seasons and to go without two seasons of pay. And then there's some conversation at the Super Bowl. Arthur Blank, from the owner of the Falcons, was on NFL Radio on SiriusXM today on Moving the Change, and he said he feels that this is one of the most productive negotiations they've had, and things are moving well. Hmm. Craig, who do you believe? Are we are we looking at a work stoppage, or do you hold out hope that we will play 2020 on schedule? All right, so I mean,
0: because you know we we do this podcast, of course I hope they uh, come to an agreement. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. the players have a valid point in not wanting to add another game to the season because, you know, it's just it's just more wear and tear on them. Uh, The other thing, too, I know they're the one part of the heated part of the discussion is about concussions. And I. Oh, yeah. I think that's going to be where they're deadlocked. Uh, because it involves the the waiver agreement they signed to play in the NFL, where you know, right. the NFL isn't responsible if you hurt yourself.
1: And- as long as it was not a predictable injury. Right. That's where those li- liable limit limitations come in, and that's where I think the holdup is here, is that the Players Association are saying there is plenty of evidence now that concussions and post-concussion syndromes and CTE-related disorders are are a known factor. And the NFL is responding by saying, we don't know enough about those things to say that. That concussions are still very mysterious. Some people have post-concussion syndromes. Some don't. Some concussions become a rapidly building issue that lead to those issues later on in life. Some don't. So there's some discussion around that. But yes, you're right. It's about that liability waiver that I'm hearing too.
0: Yeah, so... You know, I think both sides are kind of telling half truths about how it's going. So,
1: oh yeah, no question. My my take on it is Demora Smith's email, uh, the head of the NFL Players Association, Demora Smith, his email saying "get ready for a two year stoppage" is absolutely playing the media right into the discussion. That is him pulling the media into discussion. When the NFLPA does not want something discussed, they are absolutely tight lipped. They say nothing. Everything stays within the ranks. When they want the media to know that they've got an issue with something. That's when all of a sudden there's leaks. They never leak juicy information. They always leak what they want us to know. So to me, I believe this is actually going a lot smoother. I'm hearing that one of the things the owners are asking for in the past, the owners have asked for an 18 week regular season. Now they've come up with some sort of plan. And I don't hear I have heard none of the details, but they talked about it on the radio of a 17 game plan. Right. There is some way they're talking about 17 regular season games. And, again, that's just going to increase the amount of money players make. It's it, it's extra wear and tear. but And then I hear the argument, well, concussions are up. I don't necessarily agree with that. Having not seen the data, reported concussions are up. Because True. we have a guy in a red hat that stands on the sideline and forces players to get their bell rung to get checked out. They've replaced smelling salts with scientists, (laughs) and that has made a difference, I think, in how we – so I don't know. I'm not saying that that, that's the reason, but I'm saying is we have to consider that. Before we sit there and go well, concussions are up 10 percent last year. Are they or are we catching more of them? Is it better diagnosis or is it more occurrence? And that's an important distinction because if it's just better diagnosis, that's the idea of having neurologists on the field. Right. So what do you got for me? So for me is
0: a Super Bowl related question. Uh, Two part. I want to know as as a Chief fan for you, Mm -hmm. what is the key to the Chiefs winning, and what would be the key? Hopefully not, but what would be the key for them to go down the right hallway?
1: Okay, so for those who don't know, (laughs) the right hallway is an old joke I have from when the Mets were really really terrible in the early nineties that they should build a pathway off of the locker room tunnel so that really bad players can just be redirected down a right hallway that would end <laughs> in a pit of fire. Just, in, just dispose of the bodies altogether. All right, right, you hit two for four today. You go here. Oh, 0 for four with the Golden Sabre. You go ahead and take the right hallway. That was, that was was That's the old joke. All right, so yeah, for me, it's very simple. If this game, and we're going to get into this when we get into the lines a little bit, if this game hits the over, the Chiefs win. The only way San Francisco wins this game is to keep the total low. If the Chiefs score 21 points, the Chiefs will win this game. There is no scenario in my head or in anything I've read, looked at, or analyzed where the Chiefs get in the end zone three times and don't win this game. This game, If San Francisco wants to win this game, it's got to be 10-7. It's got to be 17-14. There is no way they're gonna win this game like 51-50. It's not gonna happen. Okay. So that's that's literally where it is. If you can if you can stick to the under and the over under is 52, I believe. I'll double check that. Maybe 54, but it, you can stay uh, 54 and a half. You stay under that number, you have a shot to win. Doesn't mean you will win, but I'm guessing that if the, if the total is low, the Niners win. So it's all about limiting the points. The Chiefs have to go out there. They have to get around the strong San Francisco defense. They have to utilize their weapons. And I have an interesting theory on how they're going to do that. I think they're going to use Travis Kelsey as the greatest decoy of all time and throw to everyone that's not named Travis Kelsey. <laughs> all right. I Because mean, it I could think work. The, the 49ers are going to have to scheme away to deal with Kelsey. I'm not as worried about Kittle, except when you get down inside like the twenty. Mm-hmm. I'm more worried about Kittle and scoring than I am in him moving the ball, but Kelsey will help you move the ball, and they know that. So there it is. There's my secret to the game. What about you? Right. I Yeah, same thing. I think uh,
0: Nick Bosa is going to be a really large factor in this game, one way or the other. Uh, they got to isolate him. And if they don't, he's going to make Patrick Mahomes' day not the best one ever, probably. So it mm-hmm. really depends on how the Chiefs' offensive line is able to handle him.
1: I heard one caller on NFL radio this week. I've been listening to NFL radio nonstop this week. I turned off the fantasy radio because it was only prop bets. And I'm like, prop bets are interesting, and I want to talk a little bit about them, but I want to hear strictly about prop bets. So I listen to a lot of NFL radio. One guy calls in and goes, I'm a lifetime 49ers fan, and let me tell you what they're going to do. They're going to win this game by keeping Patrick Mahomes in the pocket. I'm going to hang up and take your answer off the air. And the, guys and the, the, the guy on, on the radio went, I don't know that keeping Patrick Mahomes in the pocket is going to help you. <laughs> he's you know you have to make him move you have to make him he said he's dangerous when he moves he throws well on the run but if you think that just keeping patrick mahomes in a five yard squared section of the field on every play is going to help you win it's not
0: no you definitely he, have to rush him try to sack him make him move something i mean key, he, he can still throw sidearm and it's dangerous but you know those yes. are dangerous
1: passes well, but not for him. He usually doesn't take those dangerous passes. He's got a very low interception radio prob- ratio, probably just jinxed it by saying that. But here's the here's what you have to do, and this is going to sound overly simplistic and stupid. To beat Patrick Mahomes, you have to get him on the ground. Yes, That's it. If he's running, you have to hit him. You can't let him scamper like he did against Tennessee. That bizarre touchdown run that was like, oh, my God, seven different guys missed him. You can't let him sit in the pocket and you can't let him escape. If you're going to push him out of the pocket, you have to be, you have to have hands on him, right? You cannot just collapse the pocket and force him to scramble. He's too good at it. You have to get him off his feet. That is the only way you're going to stop Patrick Mahomes. The only way, in my opinion, that's the only way you're going to do it. So, all right. Third question. Okay. Uh, I had. Where did it go? Now it's gone. It's gone. Okay. So interesting story out of New York. Okay. Um, in uh, just just this evening. So tonight's the 29th, just this evening. Uh, Andrew Marchand at the uh, New York Post um, has posted a story about ESPN and the Sunday NFL countdown crew. There was a rumor they were going to try and reset the show. They were going to break it up. Um, Sam Ponder, who is the host – Matt Hasselbeck and Rex Ryan all were expiring contracts coming into this year. There was talk about, you know, maybe it's time to do something different. Over the summer, the executives in charge of the show decided they needed to do a little team building. So they sent the entire team, Ponder, Hasselbeck, Ryan, Teddy Bruschi, and Randy Moss to <laughs> Charlotte okay. for a chemistry building trip. You ready for what they sent them to do? Okay. Ax- axe throwing. <laughs>
0: Now, we do Rex
1: Ryan – yeah, we have to. Rex Ryan is closing in on a new contract. ESPN has contacted Ponder and Hasselbeck's people and said, we want to keep um, him in the ro- in the roles. Um, they This is Brewski's first year. He replaced Charles Woodson, and they want to keep Brewski in that role. Craig, is Axe throwing the ultimate solution to everything that is team wrong in the world? Uh, What's your reaction to this? I mean, maybe we should try
0: it. I could, it could work. It could work. because you, suggest- you know, you you could drink while doing it. You know, you I don't really want to start arguments with anybody because everyone has an axe,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you just throw axes at wood. Mm-hmm. You get a lot. You just get a lot out. So maybe it will. Maybe it does work.
1: So are you suggesting we gather up our entire resource crew—the five or six guys that? Comp- Con, you know, contribute to this podcast and take them all axe throwing. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. I, all right, I'm on board. I'm on board. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm afraid, but I'm on board. So, all right, let's move on. Okay. So the big game is here. So we're going to end the show with our official picks. I want to talk a little bit about the odds and the betting on this game right now. So I'm looking right now at betting pros just to get the most up to date information. The Niners are point and a half underdogs, so they're getting one and a half from the Chiefs. Fifty five percent of the experts at betting pros are taking the Niners plus one and a half. Okay. The money line is plus one hundred four for the Niners or minus one hundred twenty seven for the Chiefs. The Chiefs the experts are betting on the Chiefs at fifty five percent on the money line. So Craig, what does that tell you? If you're asking with the spread, more than half the experts are going with the Niners, getting a point and a half. Mm -hmm. But if you're saying straight up win with a money line because there's a 23-point difference, people are going with the Chiefs. What does that say to you? That says to me it's going to be a really close game. That is absolutely what it says to me. The money line, that 23 points between 104 and 127 is big enough, just big enough. For people to say, you know what? This is how I'm hedging my bet. I'll put my straight money line on the Chiefs. I'll put my spread money on the Niners. And if the Chiefs win this by three points, I'm going to be a millionaire. <laughs> but if they lose or it's a super close game, I'm not going to take a bath. Yeah. That's what that says to me.
0: That's you're absolutely right. I think that's what everyone is uh, is doing.
1: This is this is hedging the bets. It is, you're right. It says this is going to be an absolutely – down to the wire game. Now here's the interesting thing: the over/under is 54 and a half. The experts are evenly split. Half of them are taking the over. Half of them are taking the under. Ooh. So we'll get our official picks at the end. But over/under 54 and a half, Chiefs Niners. What do you think? Uh, <clears throat>
0: Fifty four and a half,
1: huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm taking the over. Yeah, I I'm would
0: taking take the over the, I would all take day the long. Over. If the, Chiefs you have have, to,
1: almost. if the Chiefs have found a way to work around the Niners defense or what the Niners plan to do, there is a p- absolute realistic possibility the Kansas City Chiefs could put 54 points on them by themselves. We have seen this before. When Kansas City figures something out, they can go nuts. They went nuts on the Texans last year against L.A. What was the final score of the game? They had over 100 points scored in that game.
0: Nah, and it was like fifty-four,
1: fifty-one, something stupid yeah. like that. It is entirely possible the Chiefs will make up like forty plus of those points if they've got the Niners figured out, and that's if the Niners do nothing. The Niners manage ten points, then the Chiefs only need forty-five points, and that's entirely possible. I, I can't see this being low-scoring. I can't.
0: The no, chief I offense, I don't think is it is,
1: potent, and the chief defense is improving, but still very porous very porous the chief defense only gave up 19 points a game this year but they were in the bottom third of the league i think they were 26th in run defense but they still only gave up 19 points
0: yeah how does that happen
1: it's it's i think it's part of it is the, the the pass happy big play nature of the league and i think the chiefs play i think what it is the chiefs play really good goal line defense i think they play really well inside the red zone but they are, but I mean, they shut down Derrick Henry. They shut him down. And I'm sorry, I don't fear any of the San Francisco weapons like I feared Derrick Henry. Not after Mozart's monster week? No, I don't. Mozart, Mozart is clearly a talented dude. And he's got, but he's had bad games too. He is not the bell cow back in that all season. Who were we talking about Raheem Mozart during the preseason? We we're no. talking about Matt Frida. Yes. We're talking about Matt Breida and then Matt Breida starts to slow down because the injuries start to mount up on him. Then all of a sudden were people talking about he Mostert? No, they were like, well, this is where Tevin Coleman makes his move. And then Tevin Coleman did virtually nothing. And Mostert took up that slack. They are a hot hand run offense. If Mostert is a bell cow, then they don't have to have a hot hand offense. There is no situation in which the, the, the Cowboys run Tony Pollard twice and then run Zeke Elliott twice and then decide who they're going to give the ball to. <laughs> it doesn't happen. That's not how their offense works. And that's how the Niners offense works. So I'm going to take the over there. Um, yeah, I, I think that's that was really interesting on, on that. I, I mean, it's it's the cons- and then the fact that the expert consensus is 55-45, no matter which one you look at. That's just amazing to me. That's just amazing to me. Yeah, when was the last
0: time a Super Bowl was like this close with the points? In the lines? Oh, yeah. I,
1: to, I, I wouldn't even know where to go find that information. Would not even know. Now, I'll tell you this. According to betting pros as well, 89% of the early action in the over-under is on the over. People are on the over. So, I'll tell you, it's... And people are betting against Raheem Moser. I don't know what the prop bet is on him, but I, I read an article or saw an article in Passing Today that the Raheem Moser's uh, rushing total number has been coming down on the prop bets because everyone's betting under. Really? Everyone is betting under on it. Hmm. And the last little note on this before we move on to other stuff, 95 um, percent, according to according to betting pros, what the, age, what the industry is expecting to be bet on this game, only 5 percent of it has already been wagered. They're expecting a ton of last minute day or two before the game or even hour or two before the game wagering. That's another indicator. People are waiting. People want every last minute so that if Sunday morning Tyreek Hill trips over something on his (laughs) way to the bathroom, they don't have they're not they're not locked into the Chiefs. That's what it is. This is this is this game is really looking like it's going to be super, super close. Super close. So any any further thoughts on the betting before we move on to all, some more fun stuff?
0: No, I think we think we covered it for the most part. I think we're OK,
1: so so w- game prediction aside, are you taking the Niners getting a point and a half or are you taking the Chiefs giving a point and a half? Uh,
0: you know, I think I think about it all week or not all week. Last couple days, I'm mm-hmm. going to have to kind of bet the way everyone else does. I okay. think if I'm taking the points, I would put some money on San Francisco. Straight up, I'd take KC.
1: Okay, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. Um, I'm I'm obviously as a KC fan. I'm already said I'm putting my money on the over, and uh, I'm putting my money on KC. If I'm parlaying and I'm getting points, I'm I'm shifting the spread. I'm putting that shift spread into the into the the, the spread. I'm not putting it into the over under. I'll keep the over under at fifty four and a half, and I'll adjust the spread. Um, Yeah. So. So, yeah. So there's that. Now, one of the fun things about Super Bowl, the Super Bowl week is prop bets. Yes. Everybody loves to do prop bets. Now, there are very serious ones out there. If you're in a state that allows sports betting, go on DraftKings, um, (laughs) go on any of your your sites. Actually, I'll pull something up as we're talking about this uh, so we can kind of look at some of them. Maybe I can. I don't even know if it'll let me look at this because I'm in a state that does not allow it. States where you can bet today, New (laughs) Jersey, West Virginia, Indiana, Pennsylvania and New Hampshire. Don't see your state. Tough shit. You lose, (laughs) sir. Good day. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's see here. Wow. Okay, the DraftKings sportsbook page is a little confusing. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, Novelty props. Okay, we're going to talk about novelty props in a minute. Let's talk about the more serious ones, game props. All right. So, um, you know, and some of these – these are all – what is this? Oh, this is first team to score, last team to score. I was looking for individual player props, and I don't see them here. Oh, there they are, player props. Okay. Okay. So on on DraftKings, you can actually um, take bets or place bets on who will score the first touchdown in the game. Will someone score? Will this person play a, sc- uh, a touch score a touchdown at all? Will this person score the last touchdown of the game? For example, Damian Williams to score the first touchdown of the game is plus six fifty. That's pretty nice, but he's got to score the first touchdown of the game. <laughs> it was a long shot here. Sammy Watkins, that's a good call. Patrick Mahomes plus two thousand. Really? really? He's got the same odds as, Ken- odds as Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne, all he does is catch touchdowns. Hmm. Huh. I didn't think okay. those would be the same. So all right, so here's here's a question for you, Craig. All right. I'm gonna go based off of these odds. So okay. at some point they get down on this list and they hit any other Kansas City or any other San Francisco player. Okay. And that's plus twenty five hundred. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a couple of names. You stop me when you're like, that's the guy I'm taking my long shot on. These are guys <laughs> who are worse than the other people. Like everyone else. You could take the any other player not listed. Or you could take this guy, and this guy's got worse odds. Okay, good. Demarcus Robinson. Okay. Jeff Wilson. I don't even know who Jeff Wilson is. Who the hell is Jeff Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> He's not a chief. I don't know. Dar- Darwin Thompson. Lashawn McCoy. Kyle Juszczyk. Jimmy Garoppolo. Really? Jimmy Garoppolo is plus 4,500. Any San Francisco player generic is 2,500. All right, I may have to stop there then, because that's... Can Garoppolo scramble one in? He doesn't he hasn't scrambled a whole lot this year, but I think he could do it, right? But I mean, it doesn't take much. You know where my like, money is? Where? I'm putting one dollar on Byron Pringle. Because <laughs> he made Plus you twenty dollars before. <laughs> twenty five. Plus ten thousand if Byron Pringle scores the first <laughs> touchdown of the Super Bowl. Plus ten thousand. That's How crazy. How can you not put ten dollars on that? You S- have just, to just do it. <laughs> well, it, we can't. You, but. You, it's essentially the same thing as setting a ten dollar bill on fire. But why in the holy hell wouldn't you do? If there's anybody on here, you know, MVP odds. These are usually pretty good, right? Yeah. So the favorite is Patrick Mahomes plus one fifteen. Right. The second favorite is Jimmy Garoppolo plus two twenty five, and that comes out of the fact that the um the the, the I think it's like two thirds of the time, it's it's a uh, uh it's no it's like it's 80% of the time it's an offensive player. It's two-thirds of the time it's the MVP is a quarterback. But, like, outside of that, Raheem Mostert plus 900. I don't think there's any chance Raheem Mostert ends up the Super Bowl MVP. I'd be shocked. George Kittle plus 1,600. That sounds reasonable to me. Hill's plus 2,000. Kelsey's plus 2,000. I could do that. Damian Williams and Nick Bosa are both plus 2,500. Hmm. You got to bet on one of them. Who do you want to put I your think five dollars
0: on? I think I would put five bucks on Bosa.
1: If any, if a defensive player is going to win it, it's likely him. It's likely him. So I'm scrolling down. I'm looking for. I'm looking for my guy. D Ford. I forgot. D Ford is there now, and he's got a grudge against the Chiefs. Demarcus Robinson plus 1750. Wow, seventeen fifty. Wow. dollars Sorry, misread that. Dustin Colquitt plus fifty thousand. Wow. No chance. A punter. That's a punter, kids. <laughs> There it is, Byron Pringle plus fifty thousand. Wow! Listen to me carefully. Take one dollar, <laughs> one dollar, and put it on Byron Pringle to win the MVP. Just do it. <laughs> Just it's a dollar.
0: Oh that's my God, actually less money
1: than getting a coffee. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. It's 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 funny. It's fun stuff. All right, let's talk some novelty props, because I love these. Those are always good. I love these. Coin toss outcome, heads or tails? Heads. Minus 103. It's even odds. Coin toss winner, even odds. Uh, If they call the coin toss correctly, even odds. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to go to the – I'm just going to go to this one. Washington Post also put out a Super Bowl prop bet for your party page. So if you go to the Washington Post webpage and search Super Bowl 54 prop bets, you'll find a printable sheet. So let's just pick up a couple of these. Yes or no, Greg? Demi Lovato, national anthem, under two minutes. No. Not a chance in hell. <laughs> not a chance in hell. The 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 most sure prop that I ever took in my life was the year Mariah Carey sang the national anthem. Oh, my and God. And the over-under was like two minutes and 40 seconds. And I was like over. And she was like 310. <laughs> like I'm like not even – I put like 10 bucks on it with a friend – best 10 bucks I ever I ever won it's the tastiest $10 the most tasty $10 bill in the the land so will there be a score in the first six and a half minutes of the game yes now we would have said the same thing last year and last year that was the scoring was abysmal yes it was actually (laughs) I think I think that one all right so if I'm sitting there and I take that bet I'm watching the coin toss like crazy if the Chiefs get the ball to start the game, that I I think they're gonna score. If San Francisco gets the ball to score San Francisco go on a seven minute drive and not get points out of it. They they eat clock.
0: They could so, because if when they do get the ball, that is 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 what's yeah. That is is what's going to happen. Did I say that right? Yeah. yeah. You know what I meant.
1: Points scored in the first half, so halftime total points over or under 26 and twenty six and a half. In
0: the first half.
1: First half. Halftime score. You know Your what? I am going to say under. I'm going to take the under too. Why are you taking the
0: under? Uh, Because I think it's going to, I think the first quarter and a half might be a little slower than people expect it's going to be. And then mm-hmm. once Andy Reid and, you know, the 49ers figure sort of each other out, the score is going to change
1: yep. after halftime. And both these teams are really good at making adjustments. Right. Both these teams are really good at making adjustments. So they're going to come out. They might. They might be nervous. They might not. Either way, everyone's going to be hyped up. I'm going to take the under. It'll be under 26 and a half at, at halftime.
0: Yeah, I think anything, like if mistakes happen, it's going to happen in the first quarter from either yeah. side.
1: Yeah, I would not be shocked if the score is 3-0. Watch, it's going to be 21-10 at the end of the first quarter. <laughs> One of them's going to be up <laughs> big. That's going to happen. All right, largest lead by either team, more or over or under 14 and a half points. Ooh, uh, under. Does either team take a 14 or 15 point lead in this game? It's 14 and a half. I'm going to say under. 14 and a half. So you think at no point will either team be up by more than 14. Right. See, I'm going to go the over because the Chiefs love to go out big and let you chip away. We saw it against Tennessee. True. I, it's, I, I'm going to take over. I think one of these teams, if San Francisco does manage to get some points on the board, and I'm not discounting they can't. I'm just saying Kansas City is a much more potent offense. Yes. Yes. I could see either of these teams working up a 15 to 20 point lead. It's possible. It's possible. Watch it happen in the first so, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. First possession, a turnover, a pick six, and all of a sudden <laughs> it's 14 nothing. And now you're just like, oh, my God. If you got the over in there, you're just hoping for a stop and a score. <laughs> more receiving yards. Kelsey or Kittle?
0: Ooh. um More receiving
1: yards. I'm going to say Kittle. I'm absolutely going to say Kittle. I I really don't – after watching him in the Tennessee game, uh, Kelsey that is, there's no question in my mind that they are going to try and use him as a decoy. They're going to try and use him as a decoy because it's difficult to shut either of those guys down and it's difficult to put like cornerbacks on them. So you almost have to double them when they come off the line of scrimmage. You have to spy them almost every passing situation. So I I definitely think it's going to be Kittle. Definitely. Pass attempts. Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh this, oh, this one. I know where I'm going. <laughs> over or under 29 and a half. <laughs> Didn't he attempt like eight passes in the Against second the half Packers? of the NFL yeah. championship? Yeah. <laughs> they um, ran the ball I think under because,
0: because they're playing the Chiefs and their running backs are banged up, I'm going to say over. I feel like the they're going to have there. to.
1: I'm going to take the under there. I just, just got to. I might print these out, and bring these um, to the brewery before we go to the game on Sunday. You and I can fill these out. We can. I'll bet you a beer on our sheets when we do them. And, uh, the, <laughs> All right. But, but while we're giving our expert opinions here, I am going to allow for the purposes of our bet for that to be changed. I guarantee a right. cinch, and and the source are going to want in on this too. So one of us could walk away with like a six pack of beer <laughs> because right. there's going to be a fair. bunch of people that want in on this. Okay, Patrick Mahomes. Over, Over or under. <laughs> You don't even know what the category <laughs> is yet. All right, what? What if, it's, what if it's over or under two interceptions? Oh. Ooh. I don't think he threw two interceptions in the game all year. Uh, I think he's I'm only sure. got like six. He doesn't have a lot of interceptions. Okay, over or under Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. rushing yards, 30 and a half.
0: Hmm. Hmm, that's a tough one.
1: I'm going to say. That's under. like right where I would think. I, I, I would put him in the 25 to 30 range. I'm gonna, so say, I'm gonna say under two.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say under because I think Andy Reid is still really nervous about his knee. It's mm-hmm. going to remind him to not run unless he absolutely has to. Yep,
1: I agree. All right, now let's get some weird ones in here. All right, Are you ready? We're gonna get weird, kids. Okay, I just lost it. No. Oh, here it is. Okay. How many players, different players, will attempt to throw a pass? And the number is over or under two and a half. Like between both teams? Correct. Hmm. So when the official score comes out and there's passing attempts, how many names total appear under the two teams? I'm going to say over. I'm going to say three. (sighs) Both these teams like to throw gadgety stuff. Both these teams do. I could see it being over. And And so what happens? God forbid there's an injury. That's instant over. That is. You know, if either Mahomes or Garoppolo knock on wood that neither one of them experience any issues, but if either one of them miss a single play, well, it would have to be a game ending injury because we all know what happens when they put in Matt Moore for the Chiefs. It's run, run, run. <laughs> fourth and ten, run it. Shovel pass. Uh, <laughs> shovel pass. Well that would count as a pass. It counts as, there you go. <laughs> so all right, other weird ones. Will there be a touchdown in every quarter? No. I'm gonna go no too. That's an extreme one. Missed field goal, yes or no? Uh yes. I'm gonna go yes. Kicking's been abysmal this year. Yeah, and it's Butker's been, it's going been good. To... Who the hell kicks for the Niners? I don't even know who their kicker is.
0: Oh, it's uh Gould, right? Or is he is it Robbie
1: it? Gould? That's right. Oh god, I forgot he was there. I forgot he was there. Okay. Will there ever be a tie score? After the initial 0 start. Yes. I'm going to go with yes as well. I think these these are not kicking teams. This is going to be touchdown. There's a very good chance this game 7-7, 14-14, 21-21. All of these are possible. So I'm going to say yes. Okay, now, of course, the most important one. Coin toss, heads or tails? Did we
0: do that already? Did we? thought we did with the start. I think it's going to be we heads. We
1: did. We did okay let's see any other novelty props out here because uh, uh okay oh Jersey number props this is interesting over or under the number of the first touchdown scorer the Jersey number is 26 and a half.
0: Mm, under so,
1: the very first touchdown of the game is scored you're gonna say it's guy under 26 and a half why I uh,
0: because the first touchdown in the
1: game is is either going to be a special teams touchdown or a receiver? Well, if you're going special teams, you, there's no way to predict that. They use so many wideouts and stuff like that. And, but if it's a receiver, what if it's what, if, what does everybody wear? Jeez, I don't even know what my own team wears. I Tyreek wears eleven, right or ten? Ten, I think Watkins is eleven. Oh my god, all our receivers wear low numbers. I just realized that we don't have all of that guys in the eighties. I think Demarcus Robinson. I think he might be even four. I don't even know. I don't even know my own team's numbers. What a terrible well, Travis, Travis Kelsey is. Travis Kelsey's eighty something. Uh, Damian Williams wears thirty something. So it would have to be one of them uh, if it was on that side. Kittle wears eighty something. That's interesting. You know, I, I I kind of agree with you. I think it's probably going to be under. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna open a can of worms on this one. Okay. Because this is under the novelty props section um, uh, on the Super Bowl. This is under novelty props. I'm going to open a can of worms with this. Tom Brady's <laughs> 2020 team on opening day. I'm not even going to give you the odds. You tell me who it is, and I'll tell you what you, your, the payoff is. It's the Chargers. The Chargers are not the favorite, because you guess who the favorite is? Uh, the Pats. Of course. But the Chargers are the next safest bet at plus 400. Ooh. Plus 400. Almost everybody is plus 2,000 or more. Who's the if you were to think, who's the most? like? Who's the highest? Yeah. Okay, there's a couple of them at 25,000. I'll just read the list. All right, so let's play that game. I'm going to give you the guys who have the 25,000 to one payoff. <laughs> for Tom Brady's next team, you just tell me not where he's going, but if he was going to land with one of these teams, which one do you think it would be? All right. The Cardinals, mm. the Ravens, the mm. Texans, the Chiefs, or the Seahawks. Oh God! Say those teams wow. one more time. Cardinals. Yep. Ravens. Mm-hmm. Texans. Chiefs. Seahawks.
0: God. God. Um, the all of them have
1: Yeah, I mean, all <laughs> yeah. of them have established QBs, and this is an opening day bet. So we can't sit here and say, well, you know, if Watson got hurt a week three and Tom decided he was going to sit out for whatever reason, which I don't think he's going to do either, they'll call him. No, this is an opening night. Where is he going to be? Where is he going to be? The next tier down is the Packers and the Bengals. No. Oh, and the Bills and the Falcons. Uh, It's not going to the Bills. No. Falcons. A lot of those two. And the Bengals are going young. I can't see. You know what shocks me is that San Francisco is only plus 8,000. So one of the Super Bowl teams is plus 25,000 to one. The other one's only 8,000 to one. That shocks me. Where are the the Colts and Titans on that list? I'm glad you asked because they're the next teams down from the Chargers.
0: Oh, all right. (laughs) The Colts
1: are 900 to one. So just for reference point, the Chargers were 400 to one. The Colts are 900 to one. The Titans are 1,600 to one. All right interesting i mean it's it's not as interesting, crazy but, as i thought but yeah yeah now here's uh, last one i'm gonna wrap up on this and we're gonna go to our our fancy stuff oh wait a minute maybe not there's another no. set here Uh-oh. oh okay there's one more i want to talk all right so two more uh, bets i want to talk about okay there's a retirement special bet <laughs> okay will these players announce and, and you can tell me yes or no and i'll give you the line on it before february 10th Do they announce their retirement? So it's it's short. You got to do it by, you know, it says the cutoff is February 9th at 11.59. (laughs) Okay. so before February 10th, not will they play next year, but will they announce their retirement before February 10th? Terrell Suggs plus 150. If you say yes. Yes. Would you put a dollar on Terrell Suggs retiring after this game? Yes. I think so, too. I think this is his last game win or lose. I really do. I really do. LaShawn McCoy plus 300 on yes uh <clears throat> excuse me uh no i'm gonna say no too i would not take that bet emmanuel sanders uh, now no. before you say yes or no yeah it's 700 to one
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> would you
1: throw down a dollar <laughs> no i would. He's really, not I darn. think there's a chance he does i do i think there's a chance he does so all right and, and this one really quick uh is a, a side one and then i've got the one i want to wrap up on this is a weird one. Okay. Any scoring drive to take less time than the singing of the national anthem? Ooh. Yes. Yes is, yes, yes is not pay off well. It's a minus 625 money line, which oh, means really? you've got to bet up 600 bucks to win another 100 back. <laughs> I, I, I think that yes is the answer there, too. Yeah, I, I but wouldn't now, bet the most that. Important, but... The final and most important one okay. is called the Fat Man Touchdown Prop. <laughs> Does any offensive lineman score a
0: touchdown in the Super Bowl? You know what? With this Super Bowl and so much in the unknown and what we've seen in the playoffs the last couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: Thirty three hundred to one. (laughs) One dollar gets you three grand. Yeah, I love it. And they call that the Fat Man TD. All right. Let's wrap up our Super Bowl preview. We hope whatever you do, bet appropriately. Don't bet the house, folks. And just enjoy the game with that stuff. Craig, few minutes left. Give me a winner and a score. Who wins Super Bowl 54? And I promise I won't be nope. angry with you if you pick the Niners.
0: <laughs> this is not, this is just straight up, right?
1: straight up winner, and I want to
0: score. Um, it's going to be a close game. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be 34 hmm, um, 27.
1: Wow, that's actually, but that's, I mean, that's seven points. A lot of people have it closer than that. I'm and you're. I'm sorry. You're taking who? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. Okay. I'm also taking my Chiefs. Obviously, my my AFC Championship shirt from NFL Shop came in the mail today. I'm so psyched to wear it on nice. Sunday. Um I'm going to take the Chiefs 42-24. Ooh. I think they're going to. I think they're going to come out. I think it's going to be close up front. I think it's going to be a low-scoring first half. I think the third quarter, you're going to see probably 30 points between the two teams in that quarter alone. I think it's just going to, they're come out after the halftime, the jitters are gone. And if one of them's up big, it's going to be passing time. And both these teams are capable of the passing game. I love, I know I didn't talk any DFS this week. I'm not doing, I may do one or two small DFS pools and it's going to be cash only. I'll toss a dollar somewhere on Byron Pringle as my captain, just because I have to. (laughs) But for the most part, Debo Samuel is my horse in DFS this week. And I'm not putting a ton of money out there because this is going to be a tight, tight game and it's going to be a closely contested game. And, you know, it, whew. and the next time you hear us, we'll be doing our super bowl wrap up and kicking off our off season where we have so much to discuss. We have put off the discussion of coaching changes. Yes. We have put off the discussion of a uh, free agency. We have barely touched base on the Tom Brady You know, where in the world is Tom Brady discussion? And now the reporting um, out of the Chargers, which, by the way, um, God, what is his name? Jay Jay Glazer uh, originally was was saying that he thought that chart that he was reporting that the Chargers were done with Philip Rivers. They were moving away from him. He backed off that yesterday. Oh, did he? He said he said, I never said I was reporting that. Somebody asked me if I thought he'd be back. And I said, my feeling is he won't be. And suddenly, that turned into Jay Glazer says his team is moving away from Philip <laughs> Rivers. But Philip Rivers did he... move to Florida. Yes, he did. So he did. So, you know, that's what Glazer said. They said that's why I said I feel he's done there. I feel like he's done there. I don't think he'll be back. But did I say the team a uh, team source had had him moving away? No, absolutely not. So I thought that was interesting. That was very interesting reporting by Jay Glazer. Um, that you know he came back and said that. So. So we have not even got into that. Where does Philip Rivers play next year? Is he is he the next Tannehill? Is he going to go back up somewhere and then all of a sudden come out of nowhere and boom? Here we are again. We have the same situation. And yeah, if so, I don't where know. is that?
0: Because another thing we can get into next week too. I've heard rumors stirring
1: that Drew Brees is going to retire. He says he's talking about it. So. I believe. I believe the exact quote was, "At my age, you have to think about it every year." True. He's forty-one. He. he it, it, we, are, we are ending one of the – I would say the second golden age of quarterbacks is coming to a rapid end in the NFL. Both Mannings – we haven't even talked about Eli's retirement. We'll have to right. talk about Eli's retirement at some point. Both Mannings. Uh, Brady is on his is, – is is finishing up his career shortly. Drew Brees is going to be finishing up his career shortly. I'm, you notice I'm not saying Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But there's just we we have been <laughs> spoiled. Aaron Rodgers is getting older. He's going to be retiring sometime in the probably the next three or four years, I would imagine. Phillip Rivers, who know you know what he's going to do. Yeah. you know, I mean, there's just we have we are seeing the best quarterbacking I think in the NFL the since, last though, 10 like, 84 years. Eighty four class. <laughs> since we had since we were we were treated to Marino and Montana and Elway and Warren that Moon. level of guys. Warren Moon. <laughs> Um, But I I just I I think that we're hitting another level now. Doesn't mean that the guys out there right now are crap. Patrick Mahomes gives you a lot of hope. But these running quarterbacks don't last as long in the NFL. They tend to retire earlier. Your knees aren't supposed to bend certain
0: ways when people land on you.
1: (laughs) It's a different game than it was 20 or 30 years ago. But that doesn't mean that they're going to be done. But I definitely feel like we're hitting the end of an era with our quarterback play. And so. Those are all conversations we are going to have during the offseason. I'm also very interested in our conversation that we had last week. We teased last week one thing every team needs to change. Yes. And I would like to have that conversation about, you know, let's talk about each team. Uh, maybe maybe we do a division every podcast. We, divi- you know, we did that last year. We devoted uh, uh, one episode to every division as a preview. Maybe we sit there and we talk about from a fantasy perspective, what are the teams in the NFC East need to do? And we just do that. So we will keep you very busy during the off season. We assure you, and I assure you, the beer will be back next week. Yes, so it will, will be. be back, I will be back into my normal ways. And Britt may I, be here I, in person. I, I keep trying to <laughs> this whatever this this weirdo cold is it just refuses to go away, and I'm I'm not gonna stand a cra- if you don't know Craig, he will spray you in your face with Lysol if he thinks you <laughs> brought the plague into his house. So I, I don't really feel like doing yeah, that. I have, I have limited so. sick time. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. You know, working in retail, they they don't really care when you, you know, you call up and you say you have a disease. They don't care. They're like come in here and sell phones. So. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. In the meantime, leave us a review wherever you listen to us. Uh, Stitcher, P- Player FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to us. Please leave us a review. We love to hear from you. And please leave us some comments in the review. Don't just write you and give us a one star. If you don't like what you're hearing, tell us why. We're happy to take back some cr- constructive criticism and try to improve. Uh, but we'll be back next week at the end of Super Bowl 54. <sighs> I'll let you be very happy or very quiet. Um, but, but either way, we'll a- have beer. <laughs> either way, We're either going to have a wedding or a hanging. <laughs> but either way, we're going to have a good time. Eh? What movie? Quick, what movie? Uh, Men in Tights. That's right, Robin Hood Men in Tights. So, all right, but either way, we'll be back next week to wrap up uh, the, the season that was the 100th season at the NFL and to start looking ahead to next year. Until then, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Go, Chiefs. <laughs>